a brainwave, you have access to the subconscious, your emotional system and your nervous system. And in that meditative state, it's conscious meditation, you can release any blocks, trauma, upper limits in that state and manifest new codes into your life, okay? So it's quantum healing. You can pull new codes, new frequencies, new vibrations in from your future self, okay? And close the gap between you and your future self in, in these sessions. So it's all about releasing what doesn't serve you. And, and I help people to pull in their future selves. There's many different ways to use theta healing, but this is how I co-create with people. Okay. So, well, what I would on Welcome everyone to our episode 94 of our podcast, Cultivating a New Generation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about living through your heart. So, Stay until the end because you will discover the power of your heart. And I have an honor guest, Frankie Milligan, and I'm going to introduce her. She's a wife, a mom of two girls, a heart activation coach and theta healing practitioner. She teaches soulful leaders how to dream and achieve beyond what they've been told they are capable of through heart-led living. She's supported hundreds of people to connect with their soul's truth, heal lifetimes of trauma and break limiting cycles, to reimagine their leaderships, relationships and lifestyle in deep alignment with who they are and their purpose on the planet. She lives and breathes the journey of becoming more of oneself and radiating this truth into the world to create the 3D reflection of what's on the inside. She believes that it's through living into this connection that magic and miracles can happen. And Frankie's previous career was in performance marketing, which positioned her well to support the new earth leaders who desire to create business systems from a heart-centered place. And at the end of the episode, I, I'm just going to post uh, her social networks and all of the links. Thank you, Frankie, for being here. I'm honored to be speaking with you. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. This is so fun. These are my favorite types of conversations, literally what I live for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And my first question is, how do you get into this uh, hard living um, journey yeah definitely I feel like there's so many points in my life where we could start but what's really coming through right now is I spent most of my life living in the head right really really being driven by the ego in the head I, I'm 41 now and in my mid mid 30s I, I was in the corporate world. I'd been in performance marketing for 18 years and I was pregnant with my first child. And this was one of, th th this was like the catalyst of my awakening. 
right? Mm. And I was in this toxic environment, working all the hours, stressed, experiencing burnout cycles, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear. Okay, I was living in Dubai at that point in my life and earning a lot of money, like loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of money, like this tax-free salary. But I was really unhappy on the inside, even though I knew I had an amazing life. I was grateful for everything. I was with my like soulmate partner for life. We were so lucky. We traveled. I knew that I didn't want to bring another human into the earth in this state of chaos. I, I didn't have clarity on who I was or what I wanted. My identity was very much attached to my career, okay? Very much attached to my career at that point in my life. But the intuition, the intuitive guidance that I just got was to leave that world, literally to leave the corporate world, to leave that environment. And when I was a few months pregnant, I quit. I quit without a plan. And at that point in my life, I had no other role to go into. I just took space for a while. Okay, so I took space really to learn how to be a mom. And during that time, I took 14 months out and I learned how to live again. I learned about the simple pleasures in life. I reconnected with, with nature in a way that I hadn't done so in years and really, really learned how to, I learned what mattered, okay? I learned the art of presence and that that was the start of my journey for sure to really go into the heart. Mm. And I felt a lot more fulfilled. And what I'm going to say is uh, a year later, I had another child, okay? And then I had two under two babies and life was really busy again. Okay, life was really busy. I had two under two doing all the things and I was doing freelance work and project work and I was stressed out again, like really stressed out. But this time I couldn't blame the corporate world. I couldn't blame the the toxic environment. And it was then that I realised it was me. Okay, it was me that had to go within. And I went to therapy, first of all. And after a couple of sessions of therapy, I realized that therapy wasn't for me. Okay, therapy is the medicine for so many people around the world, but it wasn't the medicine for me. I didn't need to just talk it out. I needed something else. Intuitively, I knew that wasn't for me. And I read Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, changing the habit of being yourself and that book oh my goodness that book changed my entire life that's when I really get into meditation consistently and that changed my life and really that was the start of me activating my heart in a whole new way and going beyond my mind and my body so from there it just became a passion of mine I did Dr Joe Dispenza's program Master Your Mind program. And since then I've invested in so many amazing coaches, healers, mentors, spiritual gurus around the world. And I I always will be on this, on this journey. And 
I, I, I did theatre healing and I loved theatre healing so much that I completely, I retrained myself two and a half years ago and I realised that that was my zone of genius. Okay, being able to go in and quantum heal in the way that I did when I did theta healing and do a session and feel like I had 10 years of therapy in that session, mm-hmm. it, it changed everything. It changed everything. And for, for me, that was the journey and going into the heart and really go, doing the deep healing, going to the depths through, from within to release all of those layers and the trauma and there's always a next level right and Mm. from that place there was a long time spent doing the inner work Mm -hmm. and then reflecting that so if if I'm doing the inner work and I get to my truth and my center how does that look in the 3d right how do how is my truth reflected in business how is my truth reflected in my marriage, how is my truth reflected with my family? Like, where where can we go deeper with the joy, love, the bliss, all the things that are in our heart, right? And continuously untagging from all the, the stories of what you should do and what the head says. And it's become a practice and a mastery. Um, and it continues to be so every day because every day I go back into my head at some point, right? And it's that reminder, ah, 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 that's not the truth. We're going back in here. That's the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just this continuous evolution. And it's, it's actually a passion. So it's something that I can do quite naturally because I love doing it. And, and being through the heart, I've experienced so much Mm. abundance I completely experience life in a different way like I no longer feel the weight that I used to feel like I get up with energy I feel the richness and the hugs with my kids like I appreciate everything like the gratitudes there the presence is there like I love life I love the world it's it's just a completely different way of being and I feel like, of course, we're humans and there's definitely the emotional waves and fear can still pop up in different points and I I can still get in my head about some things, but accessing that certainty and knowing that we're always supported by the universe no matter what, when you have that heart connection, it helps you to ride those ups and downs in life with um, with a sense of perspective, I would say. So um, what would you say that was one of the first uh, signals that you were listening to your heart or how did you detect that in your own life? Mm-hmm. So one of the first signals, um, that's a great question. And I think... I started to feel my heart, my energetic heart space physically, okay? So now I I follow my heart intuitively and it's real quick, but initially it it would take some tuning into, okay? Because there was all these walls and layers built upon my heart. But when I really started to activate that, that connection and hold that connection, okay? 
you can feel the contraction when something is out of alignment and you physically feel the expansion if you're connected to your truth. And you can actually start to ask your heart. What One of the things that I did initially, I would just ask my heart yes or no questions. Is my mind trying to control this? And a contraction for the no, an expansion for the yes. You could physically feel it. You feel that muscle, you feel that energy moving. And intuitively, you know if it's a yes or a no. And in the following the, the heart intuition, things started to happen that wouldn't logically make sense. <laughs> but new things started to happen in my life just through growing that trust and leaning into the heart. But initially, it was very much following the, 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 physical, the physical movement of the energy in the heart. Okay, thank you. And um, well, I I agree with that. That um, when you are just in alignment with what you are doing, you you really feel that um, flow inside mm -hmm. of you, that relaxation, and just um, you have a smile in your face. You have just bright in your eyes it's it's just different because I also feel that when I connect into the either coaching teaching or writing all of those uh, things that I uh, do I really feel that the energy goes up instead of down and and as you mentioned when you are in contact with people like that you are just boosted in energy not draining energy Absolutely. Yeah. You, you feel it, don't you? I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's something that, that you feel. It's not something that you can sometimes explain with detail, but you you just feel it. <laughs> For sure. And it's the feeling. It, it, it's, it's that feeling. That's been the biggest change. The experience of myself has mm -hmm. been the biggest change. I mean, I set out to do I set out with clear goals and manifestations and actually the biggest thing, the thing that matters most to me is the way that I feel, okay? And that's something that I just did not expect to this level, mm -hmm. to this level. I just wanted to stop feeling anxious or stop feeling overwhelmed or stop experiencing burnout cycles but actually how I feel now is just it's that inner inner wealth and that's the real wealth I feel yeah and how how did you started to unpack those layers of pain and sometimes frustration that you have in in those stages that you mentioned in in your career first in the corporate world and then uh, when you had your second child, how did you uh, start doing the work of, of going and like sort of peeling the layers of, of that? Yeah, I, when I set up my business two, two and a half years ago, I set up my business with the intention not just to grow a business, but it was a complete life transformation for me. That was a catalyst. It was self-growth. It was a catalyst to 
completely changed my relationship with my husband. We were under stress having two small kids um, to change the abundance that I felt to create more presence with my kids. And I created a vision for myself and this vision has evolved many times. It was a complete vision for how I wanted to experience business, relationships, life, the day to day. And I got very, very clear on that vision. Okay, and this is still an exercise that I go back to. And then I just started living into it every day. Okay, so if I'm gonna close the gap between where I am now and this really heart-centered desire that I have for myself, not an ego desire, a soul desire. How do I live into it? And on that journey, every day almost, there's blocks, there's upper limits, there's limiting beliefs, there's frustration, there's triggers that come up. And in the beginning, it was all the time, right? All of these things were coming up because I was completely reprogramming, reconditioning and releasing so many memories that I'd been carrying through my ancestral line and my DNA. It was a lot. Okay. And I, I did the healing on these blocks and these pieces one by one. Okay. So if I'd hit an upper limit and I was feeling unworthy, for example, unworthy to receive certain things in life, unworthy to speak my truth. I've been suppressing part of who I was. I would heal that block. And in the healing of the block, I am a theta healer and I work with theta healers. So that's going into the theta brainwave, releasing that block with source. Source clears that block in theta, receiving the, the learnings, okay, receiving the gifts downloading all the wisdom and then changing the codes, changing the frequencies. So what are the new abundant um, frequencies and codes and just downloading myself with them. And that's been a consistent journey. And at the beginning of my healing journey, it took, it could take a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. It could yeah. take a while and I could sit and heal in like one block could take a couple of hours and now I can do it in a moment because I would always do it and blocks come up a lot less now in the way that they did at the beginning. But I didn't stop and heal. Mm -hmm. I moved forward. So I believe that you can um, continue to grow and grow your life. And I was in a cycle of life while we were creating they knew I was creating a new business. I was creating new things and new results in my relationship and my family. And I didn't want to stop and do the inner work and then do that. So I, I did it in layers. Hmm. Whilst holding the vision for what I wanted out of life and what the people in my life wanted and how I could serve and how I could be more meaningful and purposeful and do the inner work and do it together. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, alignment, no, of of those two things, what what you want and what you are healing, but they are um, sort of leveling themselves into the the alignment that you are looking for, no, the vision that you are looking for. Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. 
how could you explain for people that have not listened to the word of theta healing what is this practice theta healing yeah definitely so theta healing is a energy healing modality with a spiritual philosophy okay so it's where we so the healer in a co-creation with source the universe will take you into the theta brainwave and whilst you're in the theta brainwave you have access to the subconscious your emotional system and your nervous system and in that meditative state it's conscious meditation you can release any blocks trauma upper limits in that state and manifest new codes into your life okay so it's quantum healing you can pull new codes new frequencies new vibrations and from your future self okay mm -hmm. and close the gap between you and your future self and in these sessions so it's all about releasing what doesn't serve you mm -hmm. And, and I help people to pull in their future selves. There's many different ways to use theta healing, but this is how I co-create with people. Okay. So, well, what I would understand is that uh, people, uh, when they start going into this meditative state, they have to ambition that future self that they want to be in any area that they choose and what these um, theta brain waves allow is to shorten the gap between where you are today and where you are in the future and then the abundance is just bringing back with this motion no yeah that, that that's exactly it so in the theta brain wave that's your deepest meditative state so that's the deepest meditation that you're being before you go to sleep, right? So when we're in theta, you can release um, any any trauma, any blocks, anything in your, your DNA, anything in your chemistry, your hormones, your subconscious, anything that is blocking you, just anything that's not serving you anymore, any energetics, you can release that from your body and 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 pull in the future self so pull in the codes from your higher self yeah nice <laughs> so <it's> and, fun. <laughs> yes it is like science fiction <laughs> <laughs> science fiction but it is science backed as well because we're doing it through the portal of your heart which is all science backed but it definitely sounds like science fiction <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I mean, scientifically, it is just the, the energy that we have and all of those vibrations that we emit. And sometimes we don't understand why some things happen, but we are just um, uh, attracting those vibrations because we are in a low frequency and, and people can just test this in their own lives if they are in a bad mood. Just try to stay in a bad mood and you will see how the day goes. <laughs> so th that would be a, a very easy way to test that the energy that you are bringing into the world 
is the energy that is going to come back to you. So that's just something that people can do to test that. For and sure, for sure. <laughs> how could you advise people uh, or how can you give um, an example, a story or something that you have experienced with uh, listening more to your heart and guiding your life through your heart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I tune into my heart every day. So every day I tune into my heart to set an intention. Mm. Okay. And that will be linked to I'm very clear on my vision, very clear on my manifestations. And I simply tune into my heart. I connect with source and I ask this is a little prayer from a course in miracles. So what would you have me do? Mm. Who would you have me speak to? Where would you have me go? And I, I feel into those, those, those questions and that's my guide, okay? So in the last few months, I've been manifesting collaborations in my business, new collaborations really to connect with soul people, okay? Soul people, soulful leaders and create beyond just me and my business okay so when I tuned into my heart and the beginning of January this was a new manifestation coming into 2023 when I tuned into my heart what do I need to do okay and the download that I got was Frankie you work less okay logically that doesn't make sense so the download I got don't reach out to anyone work less and logically, that doesn't make sense. Logically, you would be connecting with people, networking, doing all these things, right? Facilitating conversations. If, if your goal is to collaborate, but no, 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 no. It was work less, okay? Take a Monday off. So I took a Monday off and I've reduced my hours significantly because um, I'd gotten quite busy in the run-up to last year. But I, I've pulled it all back. And as a result, I'm in nature loads, okay? I'm spending time in the beach, next to the water, with the trees. I'm spending so much time in nature. My practice and meditations are a lot richer. The level of spaciousness that I feel is like another level, just another level of spaciousness, another level of presence, another level of connection. I'm way more in my heart than I have been before. Okay, I have not reached out to anyone for any collaborations. I've just put it out into the field energetically. This year I've done speaking events. I've been um, in Glasgow and Edinburgh speaking throughout January and February because I've been invited to different events. And I've also been invited on to a few podcasts. I was invited to collaborate in a retreat last week and I've not taken any action all I've done is show up in the energy follow the guidance follow those intuitive nudges but I've that was simply through following the heart and logically it didn't make sense but again just choosing to trust what's in here mm. and focus on my energetics yeah 
Yeah. And sometimes there's very clear action. Sometimes, right, it's okay, do this thing, talk to that person. Okay, and I follow follow that. But th- this was one where it just didn't make sense, but it's it's happening and I'm trusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that sounds beautiful because it is just asking your uh, core self, your mm. heart, your inner wisdom for the answers and that will most of the time or always be right for you and resonating with you and not in a in a scarcity mindset or in an anxious way mm-hmm. it's just flowing with with that energy <clears throat> and as you mentioned i i also had that uh, experience with my next book because it was supposed to be released last year and I was in a lot of pressure and I was uh, just not doing it the the way I I, I was supposed to and, and, and then I just make a stop and I said, well, that this is not the way this book has to be out in the world. I, I need to, to refocus now the energy and I need to take some time off I need to just um, this meditate more and allow myself to get the the connection with what is the best way to release this new uh, information, and I just relax more. I stretch more the the timeline of of releasing and reviewing, and then I am translating the the book into Spanish so that I can release both books, uh, Spanish version and English version at the same time. And I it just feels more uh, in alignment with myself. It feels that that is the way it's going to impact more people also because I have time to really review it and view everything that I needed and I have time to send it to some some people so that they have a feedback of of the chapters and and just incorporate many of the comments mm. and re reviewing with my mom even <laughs> so it was a, a journey that has been really really enlightening and i think that that is the way the projects and the energy and and as you mentioned uh, just the possibilities start to expand and you are being called to do some things that resonate with you and not just looking for the, the things, no? Definitely. That's such a beautiful process. I've literally get goosebumps all up the back of my head as you're talking <laughs> about your book. And <laughs> I'll yes. Yeah, yeah. What a beautiful process. And I think sometimes the mind... The mind gets in the way, okay? The mind tries to control the timeline. The mind tries to dictate what success is, right? Even for me still, and it's it requires that consistent reminder, that consistent reminder to bring yourself back in and come back into the truth and remind yourself that that, like undercurrent that's pushing you. Because I was in marketing campaigns for all those years. I'm used to deadlines and pressure. 
but it's a remembrance on a daily basis sometimes that it's just not the truth, right? It's an illusion, but the mind tries to control that. <laughs> yes, and you are being pulled sometimes easy because there is a lot of uh, noise and there is a lot of, as you mentioned, expectations, pressure, and those models that we live by. And many times we don't really have time to connect with the most important voice and the most important energy, which is inside of us. And that's where my next question is going. How do you start connecting with your voice, with your guidance? What is the process or how can you explain someone that is a rookie, let's say, or that is a beginner in, in meditation? How can they start listening to, to their own voices and to their own guidance? Yeah, for sure. So initially, to, to listen to your own guidance, you need to have some sort of heart activation practice ideally daily okay where you go in and meditation and connect with your heart okay so that your heart is the portal of connection to your soul it's where your truth lies and it's through your heart that you have this open um, connection with source and we all have it no one is exempt from this it's just about learning how to cultivate that connection. So the first step is to always, always, always develop a really beautiful heart activation ritual that works for you. And it's different for everyone, okay? Whether it's like meditation where you're sitting down and closing your eyes, whether it's a meditative walk in nature, but something that truly activates your heart okay so that you can really stabilize that connection because when you are out of alignment when you are in survival it's very difficult to access that truth and we go through all sorts of painful cycles usually showing us what we don't want showing us mm. how to learn the lesson on repeat again and again and again so the first point is just work on stabilizing that connection it might take a while okay so for me it definitely took a couple of months before I could really tune in and feel that physically okay and from that place of connection start to tune in to your truth you can start to ask your heart questions like look ask it yes or no questions to start off with and you will physically start to feel the contraction and feel the expansion feel that aha or feel that no like feel the yeses and feel the noes okay some people at the beginning find it easier to call in your higher self okay and it's just the same you can literally in meditation call in your higher self your next level version of you, your higher self is the best version of you, your best self energetically. And you can have a conversation with your higher self through your heart and ask your higher self questions, okay? And sometimes people find it easier 
to receive those downloads, to receive that intelligence, to receive that wisdom from their higher self than their heart. But either way, you're still connecting with your soul. You're still connecting with source. It's still your truth. Okay. And it, from that place of connection, from that place of really, really starting to tap into that channel, starting to receive those answers, that wisdom, it's about maintaining that connection and really allowing that to become your new normal. And it takes consistency. It takes consistency. It takes um, discipline, discipline to gently and compassionately pull yourself out of your ego, pull yourself out of your mind and bring yourself back to the heart because intellectually you know that the heart's the truth, okay? Intellectually you know that it's the truth. So allowing yourself to come back into your practice and allowing yourself to live into that place throughout your life and start to make decisions, from your heart, when you start to make decisions in your life from your heart, you will experience your world in a completely different way. Mm, beautiful. Yes, that's um, something that uh, many people don't uh, resonate with is that the discipline and constancy, they just want the instantaneous options. And that's not the way it works. I yeah. mean, you, you have to allow this um, to create the habit of, of doing it. And I think that doing that is, is slowly cleaning your heart of those toxic messages and that um, background that you have. And it is completely normal for, for many that are a little bit desperate into those meditative states that they just have patience that is that voice that is not yours is from the outside that mm -hmm. comes and and moves you from from that deeper state because it doesn't want you to listen it doesn't want you to listen to your own heart it wants you to listen to the voice of outside so that's how we can recognize that it is not our voice. It is something that is demanding and pressuring you and creating this image that, that is just being programmed by, by others, you know, or the pressure that is bring on by others. You know? mm -hmm. And finally, I think that I can ask you, how can you help some people to get into alignment or what is the best advice that you can give them so that they first recognize that they are out of alignment and then how to tune into their own uh, higher version. Yeah, definitely. So essentially, you're, I believe that your environment, your life is the 3D reflection for what's inside of you. So if you want to know what you're a vibrational match for, look around you, look at your relationships, all of your close relationships, your friendships, your tribe, your circle, look at your work, okay? Look at how you live day to day, look at your environments and 
that is exactly what you're a vibrational match for now, okay? From that place, you need to have the awareness to be able to change it. So knowing where you are is extremely powerful and it's essential, right? Knowing where you are without any judgment, you're on your path, you are where you are. Then you get to tune inwards, sit with yourself and have a real honest conversation with yourself. Is this... Is this soul aligned? Is this what your heart desires? Are you living your best life? Are you in your purpose? Are you expressing yourself in a way that matters? Are you fulfilled in your relationships? Are you giving more than you're receiving? Or maybe you're receiving more than you're giving, right? Start to look at your relationships. Are you going all in in love? Are you are they joy-filled, right? Because often we suppress, we hold back, okay? When you feel into what you want your life to mean, okay? When you when you think of yourself at 90 years old, what do you want to look back on your life like? And really start to tune in that to that perspective, okay? And feel into where you are now. And if there's a gap, if there's a gap between where you are now and really, really what you want, okay? that's good because you've identified the gap. You know where you're going. You're not just moving through this unconsciously. You've automatically raised your level of consciousness just through having that awareness, okay? And then it's up to you. You get to decide. You get to decide if you're going to move towards these heart desires. You get to decide if you're going to create a life that's in more alignment with who you are, your truth, your desires, the abundance that you're desiring in all of the places. And I believe that to live in alignment, you need to be in alignment, okay? So it's in the being, looking at your internal environment. What are you ready to release? What are you holding that's not yours? We hold especially if you're an empath, we hold a lot of beliefs, a lot of emotions in our system that just are not ours. They're not ours, okay? But they weigh us down and they drive us and they motivate us. We hold a lot of memories from the past that drive our behavior today, okay? And if we continue to be driven by the memories of the past, we will never... Never, ever, ever be able to actualize what we want in life. So it's relearning, reconditioning ourselves to live through those heart desires, okay? Mm -hmm. Through the healing, through showing up in a way that's in alignment with the things that we say we want, that's in alignment with our purpose, okay? And there's a few checkpoints in this. Your purpose and your heart desires will never have scarcity energy. Mm. It's never. So to, to, to know if it's your head or whether you're pulling in other people's views, to have that clarity, it's always going to feel expansive. The energy is always going to be expansive. It's never going to have the scarcity underneath. So it's just about showing up every day in alignment to the things that you see that you want. So 
how can I be the version of me who lives into that life? What actions do I take today that's more aligned to that life that I'm stepping into? What are the words that I use and what am I letting go of? And it's a very simple practice, but if someone follows that, their life will change 100%. Doing the heart connection and that simple ritual, like your life will change. Yeah, beautiful. Because I, I also um, think that the best measure of where you are standing is your outside environment. And as you mentioned, every connection that you are having, every relationship that you are having, whether it's with your partner, with your children, with your job, with family, friends, etc., all of those things are um, mirroring our own energy. And those are the best guidance systems that we have externally so that we can go internally and change the, the vibration and and most of all, have time for yourself to reflect mm. because the the common uh, excuse for many people is I don't have time for me. And well, if you begin with that, the, the, it's really, really difficult that you know where you want to be and you are just going to go through the same uh, wheel of stress or wheel of complaints or whatever it is happening in your life you are not having time to clean that up. So. Yeah, you're, you're right. Time. Absolutely. It, you, it, you need to create the space. And sometimes the space is an expansive ritual or a retreat or a beautiful yeah. 30 minutes and an hour in the morning and keeping it real. Sometimes my space is five minutes after I've dropped my kids at school, five minutes in the car, or five minutes in the bathroom with the door locked, but still getting it in as someone with two kids, a business, like a household, like a life, a family, all the things. It needs to be a priority. It's it's like a non-negotiable. The, the more I lean into this, the better I could show up for the other people in my life. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Frankie. I think this has been a, an amazing conversation. And just to, to wrap up the topic, um, what would you recommend to people uh, do in order to follow more their heart? Mm -hmm. In addition to what we've already talked about today, it really is about getting clear on your heart desires and starting to walk in that journey, okay? The journey of being in alignment with your heart desires. And another piece, another layer to that is being able to hold yourself in absolute gratitude for where you are now, okay? Not being attached to the future, not being attached to the growth, releasing any scarcity around the version of you that you're growing into or different results that you're pulling into your life, right? Having complete gratitude, complete acceptance, complete loving for this moment, this specific point on your path now, 
okay and being able to hold that vision and that that can take a balance it certainly took a balance for me to be able to hanker that in because I was always so attached to the manifestations but having the real balance and the, the gratitude one foot in gratitude and one foot in desire allows you to create a journey that feels really expansive feels really aligned and yeah I, I felt another level of freedom and peace when I really anchored in gratitude for the now whilst moving forward through my heart mm. thank you that sounds really great and it's uh, great that you mentioned gratitude because mm -hmm. it is a, a pillar that is extremely important to recognize that you are not noticing many things that you have around you and that you can be grateful and that gratitude is going to allow your heart to go into the rhythm that you need to connect with that version that you are wanting more a hundred percent a hundred percent you're just creating more of what you've already got not something that you don't have <laughs> yeah thank Beautiful. you thank you so much thank you frankie and thank you everyone for listening into this episode and as always we want you to um give us comments and uh, questions and of course If you want to connect with Frankie, where is the best place to support you? What is the, the best network that they can find you? I'm on Instagram, so at mm -hmm. Frankie Milligan Coach. The same for TikTok. And my website is frankiemilligan.com. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And we are going to post also that into the description of the episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will uh, listen to each other in our next episode bye thank you so much thank you for listening to this episode and be part of a different community that is designed for conscious people who are interested in taking care of their health and discovering their inner power helping to create a new generation of humans if you want more tools to grow your inner health with science and spirituality visit www.davidortegab.com where you can find online deep programs, shorter courses for your company or a group of individuals and receive personalized support in private consultations to balance the five pillars of your inner health.